Welcome to episode 67 of Stormart, a video game podcast, the official podcast of StormartGaming.com. I'm your host, Jesse Munro, and we have a packed house. Everyone is on the bus tonight. Almost everyone. Sorry, Chris. We have Lorne McLean. What's up? You're on the bus. I thought you were going to say hello there, but you ruined the whole <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Throw me okay. under said bus already. Right? Too late. Everything. Nobody gets hellos now. We have Keelan Simpson. Hello. Don't say a word, Keelan. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Too late. Hello. Josh Cotter. Hi. Simon Evans. Yo. And making his story mode gaming debut, our newest member, Sean Collins. Hello. How you doing, I'm great. How are you, Jesse? I'm good. I'm good. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? You feeling good? So you've done a few streams with us. So those who have watched our streams before it, twitch.tv forward slash storm at AUS. Uh, you're probably aware of Sean. He's been playing a lot of uh, Fortnite, a little bit of Apex with us. Um, he's, pretty, he's good He's good with a gun, this one. I'm good at flicking heads. Flicking heads. Flicking heads. All those dubs that we get. All the dubs are the mainly. Yeah, sure. I say mainly. Uh, Sean's uh, doing so. Thanks, uh, Sean. But just to, to everyone here. How are we all doing as a group? Yeah, great. Yep. Maybe Getting not there. Simon, but... I'm trying to not die of the cold. Yeah. Ah, uh, <laughs> cold. I'm all right. I'm a little cold, but I mean, like, it could be worse. It could be dying like Simon. Like it could, That is true. <laughs> that is true. Maybe because Simon's in Perth, maybe he has already died in Melbourne time. Yeah. Mm. Oh no! Is that, that's how time travel works. Is, is that how, is that what tenants about? It's time travel, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time travel. Yeah. Let's. It's how it now works. Guys, just a movie about. It's not a week time. to be sick. It's not a movie. It's not a movie. It's not a week to be sick. It's not a week to be tired. It's not a week to think. It's E three week almost. almost. Um. Are you guys? Are you guys? Are you guys ready for E three? What do you? What do you guys think of this year's all digital E three? It's the same as last year. I'm terrified. Events. You're terrified, terrified because of how many times we're going to have to... I'm terrified of my lack of upcoming sleep. Oh, yeah. I, I uh, wrote up a, a roster and it is a, it is the darkest timeline. <sighs> yeah, um, I, I feel Normally in the past, I, I get a few mates together. We, we stay up. I don't take the whole week off. We get drunk and we watch E3. That's great. This year, I kind of take time off because of new job. So I apologize. Work... I'm gonna be real sleepy boy sometimes. <laughs> real sleepy. Uh, because in, in in Melbourne and in Perth, all of these things happen at like 2 a.m. and 3 a.m. and all these other times you don't need to know exist. It's garbage. Um who actually come up with these times. Who does it? Who does it? Let me just roll through a, a list of what we're expecting at E3 next week and a little bit the week after. Now, mind you, this is correct as of the time of recording, which is the 6th of June, um, because we've still got stuff rolling out. At the moment, Sony is not doing anything. I will, can almost guarantee that will change. So, who knows? Thursday, June 10th, at midnight, we have the Battlefield reveal. Sean, you're pumped for that, aren't you? Oh, mate, I am keen, I tell you what. Hey, if you want to do a reveal, stream with that, I'm in. Done. I, Lock it I in. thought it was going to be like 2 a.m. Nah, midnight I can do. Friday, June 11th, Summer Games Fest kicks off at 4 a.m. Saturday, June 12th, Coke Media, Kosh Media, David Kosh Media is at 5 a.m. Sunday, June 13th, we've got Gorilla Collective at 1 a.m. Ubisoft Forward at 5 a.m. If my uh, 
time zone working and out math is correct. We'll have Devolver Digital at 6.30am and Gearbox at a time to be announced. Monday, the big one, Xbox and Bethesda, their first joint presentation since the uh, the acquisition by uh, Microsoft, will be at 3am. Squeenix <laughs> is at 5.15am. PC gaming show is to be confirmed. And Warner Bros. at 7am. Tuesday, June 15th, we've got Take Two and Capcom, both to be announced what times. Uh, Wednesday, June 16th, Nintendo, which I think, I think they're going to have a bit to show this year. Fingers crossed. At 2 a.m. and Bandai Namco uh, to be confirmed. And then Monday, July 22nd, EA Play Live at a time to be confirmed. That's a lot. There's a lot of shit coming. And only very minor leaks so far. Let's face it, by the time the episode comes out in two days, um, all of our guesses will be obsolete because of all the leaks that will happen. We'll probably have all of Ubisoft's lineup within the next hour or so probably. (laughs) The only things that have been leaked so far, top of my head, like off substance, are some sort of Marvel XCOM game. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was something else that I completely forgot what it was. It didn't catch my eye. But this Marvel XCOM game, keeping it, I'm keeping an eye out for it. Oh, hell yeah. for it. Interesting. But let's just jump into the predictions, eh? And I'm just going to roll my mental dice to see who goes first. It's uh, Keelan. What do you eat your prediction, my dude? Oh, Okay. Well, guys, do you know what it is this year? It is... Uh, 2021. It's 2021. So that means it's 20 years. 20 whole ass years since Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring came out. Okay, that's Hell a big yeah. deal. I watched it this morning. Jesus Christ. It's just, just like weird serendipity here. I woke up this morning and started watching... Fellowship. Oh man! I okay, I forgot how good it is. Fantastic! Yeah, and it is fantastic. You know, it's influenced mm-hmm. an entire generation of people. Like, I don't think, I don't think something like that happens very often. So, you know, it's a big deal. We should celebrate it for the the cinematic achievement that it is. But in addition to being, you know, a cinematic achievement, it's also contributed a lot of fantastic gameplay experiences to the world. That was yeah. My prediction is that we're going to get one more announced this year to coincide with the 20th anniversary. I think that Monolith or Warner Brothers are going to announce a brand new Lord of the Rings Mordor game using the Nemesis system, but uh, for new generations and, you know, updated and revamped. So a sequel to Shadow of War. Well, yeah, let's say that. So a sequel okay. slash reboot Wait. slash... Okay, sequel slash reboot. Okay, that's, yeah. that's all I was wondering because you sounded very, very tentative about that. <laughs> I love this idea. And I think you're on the money here. They have I... to do it. Like, if you're going to do it, now is the time. Mm. We're not talking about this freaking Gollum game, okay? Look, let's put that away and let's just say that that's not happening. Let's pretend it's not a thing. I don't care about it. I don't know if anyone else does. But After seeing it, not as much. Yeah, look, it's, yeah. it's not done a lot to sort of uh, garner a lot of positive public attention. So they need to do something else to revitalize the franchise in like the gaming space. And a reboot of what is a popular franchise with an incredible system which is underutilized would be the best way to go about it. That's what I think is going to happen. Who's hopping on Uh, this bad boy? I would be thrilled if it was Monolith again. I, th- I think they did a good good job with the previous games. Mm-hmm. So wait, we've got um, 
Golem comes out next year, I want to say. Something like that. It was it was so delayed, you, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think this uh, Lord of the Rings thing will be a bit of a surprise drop coming out this year, or are you, are you predicting next year or the year after? Like I think this is just a teaser, year. very very preliminary look. Yeah, I think it'll be announced, but not released this year. I'm kind of off the off the thinking um, of a remake of the uh, the PS2 titles. Because when you said like Dude, it's the anniversary well. this year, I would love <laughs> something to come out this year. Well, and then it's like, no, nope, we're doing kinda, it. You kind of buried the lead there a little bit, Jesse, because my uh, uh, my guess, my uh, um, my crazy out there idea was yes, a remake, an entire fresh remake of those hack and slash titles from the PS2 yes. era. That would be so cool. Games, fantastic yeah. games. So yeah, they, let's talk about that sense. as a whole. Yeah, this 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 could be sick. I, I feel like small. I know people get very excited for the remakes of the older games, but they're quite small announcements. Mm. Um, and then hey, we're we're dropping these hopefully you know summer this year. Yep. And then in a few years' time, you're gonna have your next Shadow of War esque game or or something even grander. All right, here we go. Story Mode Crew official marketing team for Warner Brothers Media. We've done it, it, guys. We've revitalized Lord of the Rings as a franchise as a whole. We've cracked it. Mission accomplished. We've done what Peter Jackson couldn't do, the fucking hack. What Guillermo del Toro wishes he could do. (laughs) Jeff Bezos, you can pay us, you know, for uh, for the royalties, um, for the renewed interest in the Netflix series, which may or may not ever be happening. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, let me, yeah, there's a whole lot of trouble happening with that. That's an Amazon series, isn't it? Is that yes. Amazon? Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. Amazon. Yeah. Um, it'd be a good time to to, to announce it. Mm. I 100% it agree. And I mean, you know, with a game like, you know, the hack and slash titles, they're not overly complex. I'd hope so in terms of no. like scale of development. You, you could really like, you know, push one of those out in a year and have it ready and polished and good to go. So... Maybe that could happen. I, I would love that. I would play the shit out of that. I could be completely wrong here, and I know I probably am. So, Peter uh, Peter Jackson. Uh, uh, shit, who wrote, who wrote Tolkien? Yeah. Um, yeah. He wrote, after the Lord of the Rings, he wrote the Silmarillion, which is like an encyclopedia of all the happenings that ever happened in Middle-earth and beyond. And it's it's crazy. Some of the, like There's like Balrog battles and stuff like that. And that's always been really, really closely sort of guarded IP by his estate. But I think the copyright ends soon. Mm. Now, it probably will get renewed. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a member in his family. Again, this is just top of my head. Uh, I think it's like his son or grandson or whatever wants to open it up and let people enjoy the stories that 100%. were written. 100%. I would love if they're just like, cool, some aliens open for grabs. Let's grab some of the stuff because it's... The stuff in that is is insane. If we could see like the first wars in Middle Earth and just flesh out the story like they're doing with the Amazon show and just keep building on that. It's mm. a great idea. I don't There's a spider the size of a continent in the Cimmerillion. A continent. Yeah, but so did you see the one in, in the last Shadow of War game? She was naked. It was great. The spider it made her into a woman. Yeah. yeah. The spider now, was can you naked? imagine naked spider woman the size of a continent? Aren't spiders already naked? Oh, what this one's even more naked you, than you, you, you If you zoom in, they've got little pants on. Like, <laughs> pants. But 
if I mean, if Resident Evil Village has taught us anything, we want monster women big. So you think you're some sort of spider woman the size of a continent. Some naked spider woman without okay, any mm-hmm. pants on. I don't know how the arachnophobia mode is going to work if the spider's the size of the continent. So, <laughs> is it? Wouldn't it? I wonder if it's it just like some, it shrinks some real small. with arachnophobia. It's so I'm bad with heights. <laughs> I'm really bad with heights unless I'm high enough. So if I, I'm on a plane, I'm fine. If I'm in that weird height that if I fell, I'd like break a leg. I'm like, no, I don't want anything to do with this. I don't like this at all. But yeah, if, the, if I get high enough, I'm, I'm good. Uh, arachnophobes like that. If the spider's like too big, big to comprehend. <laughs> like it's just a singular leg goes into the clouds and you don't know where the rest of it is. Are you I don't know, cool? Jesse. You Jesse, you've you've played Limbo where the where the spider's legs get pulled off. The right. fact that they're so fragile and like squishy. No, nah, that's that's that mm. you could like poke it and it would ooze. That's what spiders are like. They're so fragile. Well, that uh, big. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> this is awful. This is awful. You're dragging us all down. Um <laughs> All right, <laughs> I'm a realistic. Let's let's do it. Let's do a bit of a, a show of hands. Let's go around the room after each um, prediction. I want to see the plausibility, the plausibility meter. All right, so I just want a yes or no answer from each one of you. Sean, is this going to happen? I think it will. I think, yes. like you said, it was a good opportunity with like the Amazon series coming out eventually. Now it's time to pull the pin and get it out there. I'm saying yes. I'm sorry. I'm just going through the cameras on my screen. Uh, Josh? Look, Keelan, I'm giving you about a a 4 out of 10 on the hype meter. Look, I I don't think they have anybody to work on this at the moment. I believe mm. they're working on Harry Potter at the moment. Is that is that right? Pretty sick. Yeah, oh, I think that's... That right. Yeah, maybe. I think that's done. That very much sounds like it's, it's basically done. They're maybe just going through and yeah, maybe changing a few things. I, I think they're going to struggle to find somebody to work on the franchise, but it's a very like it's a good guess for sure. I mean, like it's getting to the point where the original game's like seven years old now. Kids are going to be looking at this and being like, "Yo, I remember playing that game. That was sick. I want to hop on the." First thing my head is like, just give it to Blue Point. Soft reboot. It. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. No, I like it. Long. No. No, I reckon that they their their Lord of the Rings hype is going all towards that Golem game. Um, I don't think they're going to bring out two two titles that kind of similar, or like you know, in the similar universe that close together. Despite the fact that a movie came out, you know, just just cancel Golem. The Golem game, it's like Daedalic, Daedalus, something like that. Daedalic, yeah, something like that. Mm. Uh, Sorry, yay or nay? Yay, I reckon. Hmm? I reckon it is. I reckon there's a decent chance that something, if not maybe directly like this, within the same vein, will be shown. I reckon. I reckon we'll get something similar at the very least. Would be a missed opportunity if they don't this year. I, reckon. Yeah. I think you've lined that up really well there, Kills. Uh, Simon. Speaking of Simon, what's your attribution? All right. Um, this one's a pretty easy one. Uh, pretty straightforward. Obvious. Switch Pro. You're Switch Pro announcement. I, <laughs> um, I reckon it will happen separate to the showcase that will be happening 2am your time, which will be midnight for me, so I'll stay up and watch that. Brag um, about it. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, I reckon it will be outside of that uh, software showcase that they were talking about, and we'll get the Switch Pro, we'll get a price, we'll get a release date, and I reckon it will be maybe an extra $50 or so, even though all of the reports at the moment from all of the leaks 
are saying it will be the same price as the standard model. I it would make sense. I have I have yeah. massive doubts about that. I reckon it won't be much more expensive. I reckon it'll be like an extra fifty dollars or so. Um, and yeah, I, I reckon I think we'll, we'll get. It'll that. be like a smartphone refresh. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, I, I think it's smart to make it a little bit more expensive because that's how you sell it as being better. I think a yeah, lot of people don't really look into the details and specs because it will be a somewhat marginal upgrade. It'll be yes. a lot of numbers-based things like, oh, cool, it's got a better screen if the rumors are true, but not everyone kind it's, of understands that, which is fair enough. If you just say this is a more expensive version, your brain goes, okay, that's the better version. That's, that's the right. One. It's the Switch yeah. Professional. Like, nah, it's worth more. <laughs> They're going to call it the Nintendo the Switch DLSS. Dulles. 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 Will it come with a stylus? Does it no. come with a stylus? Oh, man. I was just making a joke about DLSS or whatever it is, but man. And now I kind of want a stylus. Is it just going to be the Switch? Wii U gamepad? Is that it now? You know DLSS what? The Wii U gamepad? Deluxe. Great functionality. <laughs> deluxe. <Okay>. New. <laughs> Two questions. Two questions for you. So you think it's going to be announced. When do you think it will it'll, it'll be announced for the uh, release date? Uh, I reckon month. they'll aim for holidays like for the, for the holiday period will be when that put, all, put all your chips in give me, give me a month i reckon it will be january oh really january release date mm, That's i reckon it's much much sooner you reckon i, I yeah. i've been here in september mm. i've seen september See, floating around september's good because, because it, it allows good to go. yeah it allows obviously that build up for christmas and allows, you know, all the kids to go, Mummy, Daddy, can you get me a Switch Pro? Yeah, sure thing. <laughs> no, it's $50 more. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. <laughs> um, go yeah, go sell your brother on the black market the and maybe I'll think about it. <laughs> um, also, you you think that it'll be separate from the, uh, the Nintendo Treehouse, tree isn't it? So we're getting a Nintendo Direct, which will be oh, the... Okay. Because uh, so, it said 40 minutes focusing on software. Now, yes. the way that they worded it, because they've never worded it like that before, the way they've worded it makes me go, yeah. hmm. There's got to be a hardware somewhere. Absolutely. Yeah, there's, there's a hardware announcement coming up. Um, so I reckon we'll get, it will be, for their digital event, it will be a cold open directly into the direct, as usual, pretty standard stuff. It will showcase probably Breath of the Wild 2 right off the bat. And then... At the end, they'll be like, ah, oh, but stick around. We're not done yet, as they like to do. And then it will be... You think it'll be after? Yeah, I reckon it'll be after. See, that, does, that doesn't make any sense to me, because how can you show off software for a, game, for a console that hasn't been released? Because Wouldn't it make sense to show, show off the hardware afterwards? You that's where they're hiding it. Bayonetta. That's like the marketing. <laughs> yeah, <Right. laughs> they're hiding Bayonetta yeah. just inside the Switch Pro. <laughs> my, my only disagreement with this, because I, I agree, I think they're going to announce it. I, I think that's a really good catch you made with the um, software announcement and stuff like that. My mm-hmm. thing is, I think they're going to do the hardware announcement this week. Um, saying this is all here, it's it's good, it's shiny, it's $50 more expensive. Um, tune in next week for the Direct where we'll show off some Breath of the Wild gameplay and maybe some Metroid or something like that. See, the problem I find with that is that you lose interest in that week. What yes, if? That you could, it's, yeah, it's if a you gamble. tease Breath of the Wild 2, you're not losing interest. No, but years. that's the thing. It's a gamble. For every person that you want to sit there and get hyped about it and build up the hype, then you risk 10 people losing interest and be like, 
well, this doesn't mean anything to me yet. I can't, you know, I can't relate it to anything. But like, Whereas if you, you, if you show a PS5 game before the PS5 was announced. But here's the thing, you can show off. Wait, they did. They do that every time. I don't even yeah. know what you're talking about. They do that every time. That was Godfall, right? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was. But it. They, didn't it. they didn't announce it. They didn't announce it the PS5. Yeah, they, they did. That was the that was the announcement of the PS5. <laughs> oh, shit, uh, you're right. the, the game award. Yeah, the PS5. So, fucking Godfall. The you son they of do that shit. every single time. That was here's the thing. Yeah, like you you show off like Breath of the Wild two running at four K, and you go like at the end. This was captured on a brand new Switch Pro system. Exactly available yeah. this holiday. At retail price, I reckon reckon Metroid Prime 4, they show it off and it looks unreal. It looks better than any game they could run on the Switch. And then that leads into a soft little, you know, we'll have um, Doug Mm. Bowser come up on the screen and he'll be like, hey there, you might have just seen like Metroid Prime 4 for the first time. It looks really terrific. It's coming along. Our friends at Retro, you'll also find that it'll play better on this. we're gonna have a show later on in the week. Maybe. No, no, no. It'll be, it'll be. You'll find that it'll play better on this. And, then, <laughs> and it comes up with an yeah. Xbox Series X. Legally, they have <laughs> play it for Xbox. Um, Xbox all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bet. Wait. I'm betting you both, Josh and Simon, one bottle of uh, no sugar Ribena concentrate. Oh, <laughs> I think it happens beforehand. You guys say after. I'll just say, I'm going to be a very sweet boy afterwards, I reckon, okay? <laughs> Full of them berries. <laughs> <laughs> like the little berries in the commercial, Jesse. Like, yeah. like the ones you were talking about. <laughs> Yay. I'll be like that big son that looked at them and was like, hey, I look over you like God. Um, <laughs> that's a very deep ad to me. Okay, quick, yes or no. Let's go around the room uh, and see who agrees that the Switch Pro will be announced Um with price and release date this E3. Uh, Sean? I agree. 100% they're going to announce that. Yeah. But I'm with you on this one. I think they revealed the hardware before. Yes. Okay. Team Rivina. I think they do it a few days before. <laughs> um, and then, because like you said, the way they said software, like, that's got to be yeah, all gameplay then. 100%. Uh, yeah, I, I completely agree. I think this is a, a lock. Uh, Josh, sounds like you believe it's a lock as well. I mean, like, Team Ribena needs to go up against Team Classic Coke. I'm telling you what, we're putting our money down. We're putting the chips on the table. I reckon there's going to be a little tease during the direct, and then afterwards they're going to talk about uh, the actual hardware. Yeah, yeah. Team Classic Coke. <laughs> <laughs> team Ribena. And then Lawn and Keelan, you can be Team... Are we on the same team, Keelan? Lychee drink. Um, Are we the team who doesn't care where they reveal the the Switch at all? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, you guys can be team cream soda. Team creamy soda. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Creamy soda. I mean, like, I I think it'll probably get released in November, I reckon. Um, Because with with, uh, Pokemon Arceus coming out Jan 28th, I don't know. I just kind of feel like they're going to be releasing that alongside, or not alongside, sorry. They're going to have it ready for when that does come out. That'd and be they're going to suggest game. that that is, that is a thing. Like, mm. I mean, at least be ready for it, you know. I feel like yeah, January yeah. is kind of a weird a weird time of a year to release a brand new console, even though I know the last Switch was February. But I don't know. I need to get that Christmas sales. Not that Nintendo needs them, but I think the Christmas no, sales no. would definitely yeah. be like a good I mean, for They don't them. need them, but they'll want them. 
But yeah, they, oh, no. you want them, yeah. obviously. They, they absolutely need them. They're a business. This is what they do. And the other thing that I don't know if anyone is really taking into account is just silicon shortages in general across really the world point. that yeah. affects That's literally true. everything. Um, I think they'll announce it and it'll be ready to go much sooner, like nice. as in September, okay. maybe. Dang. Just simply mm. so they can they can ramp up and then they can get like enough consoles out in the wild to have that massive Christmas. Yeah, what the fuck all? Because it's Christmas boost for consoles, but also games, obviously, gift cards, yeah. etc. And look, if Nintendo follow games. their uh, their <clears throat> last you know year of how they've been running, um, they'll announce it this week. Oh, sorry, next week. It'll get released in September and it'll brick March thirty first next year. <laughs> um, all right, who's up next? No, snap off, <coughs> Lauren. Me. All right. Yay. Well, alongside the um, you know the Nintendo theme we have going on here, I'm thinking that there's a possibility Nintendo's going to be doing something they haven't done for the past seven years, and that is release Mario Kart 9. <laughs> Step away from Mario Kart 8. Step away from the Deluxe. They have sold, since 2017 when the Deluxe one came out, 35 million units of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe with 10 million units getting sold within at least a year, about 11 months worth of that. I know that they can cash in on Mario Kart 8, but they know that this shit sells. Absolutely, yeah. they know about it. They're going to, they're going to, they're bringing up Mario Kart Nine. It's going to look fucking no different. It's going to play no different. Yeah. It's going to have maybe like Samus in a car, and <laughs> I'd be down for that. I'd be so down <laughs> for that. Mario Kart Nine just- now with Samus in a car. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. I'd love oh, that. Like, That'd be so okay, cool. Like, she drove that little Mercedes go kart they gave him. Oh my him. god. <laughs> Those were so or weird. I still don't like Well, the Mercedes was Aston Martin or one of them. Mercedes. No, it was, Mercedes. yeah, Mercedes. Yeah, yeah Mercedes, yeah. Oh, like, like, the brain's going to be there in a car. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Oh, my exactly. God. Hell, yeah. yeah. And I baby mean, look, Metroid. I don't know, like, one as well. <laughs> I don't know necessarily what they would, they could really add to it, you know. I don't, I don't really know, but I just think they're ready, you know. I think they're ready. I think they know that it's going to sell, like, bo- like bonkers. It's going to sell, like, hotcakes. It's going to be the biggest selling Nintendo title. And then also Christmas sales alongside the new Nintendo Switch Pro, as, as Simon has said. Uh, listen, they're going to make him bank. They're going to be the new mm. the new Jeff, Jeff Bezos. And you know <laughs> Nintendo what? Nintendo is Jeff, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> this, is, this is how, right? They also introduce, because we've had Mario Maker. We've had yep. um, Zelda Dungeon Builders in Link's Awakening. Yep. Your own course maker. Make your own course. Yes. I would yes. be well, so happy. Look, Lord they're Nation along races. the same lines. They're along the same mm. lines as that with the, uh, the, was it Mario Kart Live? You know, placing yeah. your own markers around that kind of situation. They're, yeah. they're feeling out. Oh, shit, I out forgot that was Mario Kart Live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. We're all so excited for that game. And that then, thing, I don't know anyone who we, owns it. <laughs> that thing we wanted so badly and then realised we had cats and carpet. And that I think, yeah. That's a really good call because I remember when the Switch came out and they announced uh, 8 Deluxe. I'm mm. not a Mario Kart fan. Like, I... Well, just never really grew yeah. up with it, never, never gone mm-hmm. to it. But when you see that run on the Switch, it's like, oh, that, that sold the, that helped sell the Switch for me. Yeah. So if you, you did that with the Pro, it's like, hey, look how good 9 looks. Because yeah. it's a bright, colourful game. You show up that new, uh, what was the new screen that's being rumoured for the uh, Switch? The OLED screen. 
the OLED screen. Like, what a cool way to show that. Mm. Uh, because colors are going to look better on that. So show a colorful game. Mm. Uh, and well, like, a track yeah. editor. Oh, yes, please. Yeah, that would be, that would definitely be great. I think someone, I saw a tweet today as well that someone said, I just want a Mario Kart game where you can stop your car, get out, smell the flowers. Smell the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> no, because the closest to that we've ever had is in Mario 64 Royal Raceway where you could, like, after the big jump, you could mm. then drive into Peach's you could drive castle. castle. Yeah, yes. and you could just yes, drive around that. Peach's castle for like exactly. just the outskirts, like the outside of that. That's so cool. You yeah. can actually explore the levels, all the levels you want. If you're as bad as me and you give up <laughs> because you're that far behind, you're like, I'm just gonna drive around and see what happens. Oh, a flower hit <laughs> me. Hmm, hate this game. Crash Team Racing for life. <laughs> One of my yeah. reasons I hate Mario Kart because I'm bad at it. I'm so bad. I'm so, yeah. so bad. <laughs> it's fine. Well, that's the thing. It's a game that everyone eventually gets. Yeah. Everyone eventually gets it because someone in the family or someone who they're playing with is just like, dude, let's just play Mario Kart. Or like, if you're anything like me and you download it just so you can waste time getting the gold or the gold cup on every single level, even though you don't need to, every single don't level, every single CC. Just like, stop it! Stop that right there! Don't <laughs> at me any further. <laughs> oh, no. I'm exposing. <laughs> so, you, so you think this will be part of that uh, showcase? Uh, uh, yeah, I reckon or? it's going to be brand new Switch Pro or whatever. Whether or not it's included in a bundle, I don't know if I don't know. Not really. Haven't thought oh, that far ahead, have, but I reckon they have to. Oh, I don't think it would like, be. You don't have to because yeah. it's going to sell like hotcakes anyway. That's a good point. I'm only saying hotcakes. Uh, I've had them today. <laughs> I can still take them. Damn, Mac. Damn. It's solid Mac with hotcakes. At 1 p.m. Really well. Um, it'd be good if this uh, direct was like, it opens up with Mario Kart 9. <laughs> then you had a bunch now of indies. A and then it had Breath of the Wild 2 and end with a Metroid 4 trailer. That's just a... Uh, Listen, Kyron in the chat is getting excited. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, let's go around and let's see uh, how we feel about Mario Kart 9 being announced at the Nintendo Direct. Sean, yeah and nay? I'm 50-50 on it, to be honest, because they Ooh. keep making so much money on 8, you're right. But I will say yay. I think they do. That'd be cool to see. I'd take my money if they have a course creator on it. I'm all in. Oh, my God. Yeah, look, I'm going to say yes. Um, I'm going to say yes with the whole thing of, I only care if there's a course creator. If there isn't and it's just eight, but it looks a bit shinier and you got Samus driving her little Mercedes, I don't care. I don't really care for Mario Kart. But a a, a, a really deep course creator, I want to see the the tracks that other people make. I'm not very good at them. But going by what people made with Mario Maker, like the creativity in the community is, is immeasurable. So I would love to see what people make. Uh, Simon. I think absolutely. Um, it's been, I think this is the longest drought we've had between new Mario Kart games ever. Um, so we're well past due for one. Seven I think. years, man. Seven years. Yeah. Um, I think this would be the best way to show off um, a Switch Pro. Just, I think, I think it would look <laughs> awesome. And I reckon the way that they would do it is they'll have like a whole bunch of racers going off and then someone will fall off. And then it will like pause and zoom out, and then it will like then it will look at the. Then it track. turns into Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Don't, 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 don't do that! Don't make me care about this game suddenly, okay? God, 
Mate, put the games together. Oh, God, ideas. <laughs> Call me up, Nintendo. Call me up, Doug. Uh, Josh, what are, you, what are you thinking? Well, look, the idea of more Mario Kart with less filler characters than Mario Kart 8. Man, if I like too many Koopalings. It's too many Koopalings. Um, I think... I don't think we're going to see it yet. I, I think they're making too much money off Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. It's still topping Ugh. the charts each month. You're always against me, Josh. I, feel, I know, which is mental. <laughs> I thought like they'd be cannibalizing themselves. Um, but I mean, it seems like an excellent idea. It seems like the kind of game they could just sit on for years and release, you know, finish That's up true. development two years ago. We'll add it ray tracing in three years' time when we eventually release it. So I, I don't think <laughs> we're going to see it, but I love the idea of it. It mm. makes me very mm-hmm. happy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I know what Keelan's going to say, so just say it, Keelan. I actually share Josh's sentiments in that, like, it's probably a good idea, and it's probably about time as well. But like, both against me. They're just the, we yeah, they're, they're just shooting themselves <laughs> in the foot if they release um, a new Mario Kart game. But with that being said, I don't give a shit, and I fucking hate somebody who owns the game. Okay, Lauren, you're absolutely right. The only reason I bought it is because someone's like, "We should play Mario Kart," and then it the only reason I bought it, it the only reason I bought it. That's party games, though. Yeah, that is. <laughs> but then I realize I hate parties. <laughs> True. I'm playing for myself. True. Right. The only problem is party games aren't usually consistently eight to nine ninety five. Exactly. That yeah, is. That's fair. That that. Is fair good call. But also, I'm really good at Mario Kart, so I just I just enjoy destroying people. It's oh. so fun. <laughs> you smug son of a. Oh yeah. Glare at Simon right now. <laughs> I'm staring at him. Like <laughs> well, before we move on to the next one, if you're liking what you're hearing right now, make sure you give us a follow or on our socials and such. We are. Streaming live now. God, I put those words together well, didn't I? On Twitch, <laughs> twitch.tv uh, forward slash story about AUS, where we record the podcast live. We also do a bunch of streaming. Sean's going to be doing a bunch of streams with us as well, which is going to be fantastic. Uh, we'll go through them all throughout the week, so make sure you follow us there. Make sure you follow us on social media as well, at story about AUS, especially on Twitter right now. We are doing a Ratchet & Clank competition, our pinned post. Just go in there, like the... Like us, follow us, whatever you, whatever the hell you do on Twitter. The young folk do on Twitter, I don't know. Um, <laughs> do that and then retweet it and you're in the running. And we're going to draw that on, on Wednesday. So it'll be a day after this podcast goes on Spotify and iTunes. We can find all of our podcasts. Oh, that was a good segue. You can find all of our podcasts there. The whole big old back catalogue of stuff there um, at Story Mode AVD Game Podcast. Plus a few episodes of Love Letters, which is a separate show we do. And they're all brought to you by Fan Critical, who's just had a f- massive rebrand and they've just launched their new show, which is abs- I love it so much. It's so good. It's called Not All Sequels Are Created Equal, where um, oh, that's a cool name. It's a great it's name. Like the rebrand is so crisp. Uh, they go through films that don't have a sequel, should have a sequel, and they make a really good pitch for them. Um, it's very very good. So make sure you check all that out. They've got a bunch of new shows coming out as well, but. Rolling back, right back into story mode gear. Um, let's uh, throw Sean on the bus for the first time. Ooh, pressure. Well, welcome to hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, my little guess, I like clicking heads, as you know. I'm a big first-person shooter player. There's a good tactical shooter called Rainbow Six Siege, and they oh, yes. at E3 2019, I think it was Rainbow Six Quarantine, which in today's climate, they're going to have to change the name a little bit. Yeah. But there's been a lot of leaks lately that it's going to be Rainbow Six Parasite. 
and there's been leaks on like the PlayStation Store of of images of that and whatnot. So I think that we get the announcement and the release date for Rainbow Six Quarantine. Do we mm-hmm. um do we know what's gonna be so okay, if Parasite that that interests me, that's the rumor going around. Correct. Cause uh what does that entail? Because so Siege had that like zombie mode, didn't it? Like a yeah. monster mode. So the tr- the little trailer they released was what is cool with the Siege community is that the characters in this game are from Siege, like the same operators, the same world and whatnot. So the trailer That's they cool. released was an operator. It looked like zombies were coming and then more operators came and saved them. So I'm guessing with quarantine, everyone thinks zombies, but the image that's leaked was of an operator called Ella and she had like some kind of alien kind of creature thing warping from the back of her head like a parasite. Oh, it's the brain so slugs from Futurama. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So that's, I, I don't know if they've tweaked their game from zombies to kind of creatures like that, but it would make sense with the parasite name. But that's that's my mm. prediction that we do get that release date. And I think, I don't think it will be ready for holidays. I think it's a 2022 game, but I think we'll get a release date of around March or so. Mm. Will the whole like alien thing change up the gameplay too much? Like Siege is a game that I've only watched a few um, like party modes and stuff off people playing Siege. It looks I need to play it. It looks so good. The it's way amazing. that community grew. Because remember when it first came out, it was kind of it was rough. And janky. Yeah, I've, I've, it was rough. I've yeah. been on board with Siege since probably like three months post release when it was bad and they started tweaking things and it just took off. It's they've that's probably one of the best games where they've continued working on it and got such a big community and they hit like over yeah. 70 mil players i think not too long ago or 75 I'm not sure the numbers wow. exactly but it's it's still one of the most highly played multiplayer games going around and i think that a new game would be perfect for that and yeah it was a good question about what they would do because the gameplay is just your typical shooter you lean around corners and whatnot but i think that would work um like a co-op kind of game where you're working against that, like as well. You said the zombie mode they had a few years ago. That was really fun. I enjoyed that. Siege are very good with putting in different modes. So this is just like a whole new game with that kind of style. Do you it, will it change like the gameplay too much in in the sense of, like Siege? You're saving normally like hostages and stuff like that. Or you defuse yeah. bombs. Yeah, like, you trying to yeah get a defuse a bomb, and save a hostage, or get into an area. And every operator has a different ability. So I think that works well with this because what operator do I use to Get say for example, there's a map and there's fifty parasite zombies, whatever that are trying to get in. You need to pick an operator. There's one operator in Siege called Castle that does a big ass wall that goes over like an open window. You could use that well to protect that area. So I don't know. Mm. I think I think it'll be cool. It's an exciting prospect. In my head, I was like, oh, you could do some interesting thing with with the aliens that you can't do with human enemies in the game. It's like, oh, they could crawl on walls and stuff like that, and then you could use. Some like sort of like laser thing on your arm, and then I just want Dead Space now. (laughs) Rainbow Six Dead Space. Done. Lock it in. That's my vote. Has anyone else here played Siege? I haven't, but I've watched my little brother play hours of it. Um, The the online multiplayer. um, He would get a couple of his mates together, and they would all just dick about on it and have a really good time and. Sometimes he would drive really hard, and that was quite quite interesting to watch him really focus and concentrate on a shitty little monitor, trying his absolute best to not Aww. get killed. And he's like, I can even see the dude. And I'm like, you need a better monitor. Yeah. Maybe I will look to buy it on PC and we can stream it. 
possibly. Sign me the fudge up. Look, I said that last time, and I bought Overwatch, didn't I? So look, it's going to happen. And look how well that has turned out. Oh my god, Overwatch is so we fun. We got some dubs. <laughs> Holy shit, I love Overwatch again. So much. <laughs> so good. I'm so confused by it. So there's too many characters. <laughs> Alright, let's go around the room. Um, I'll start with myself, because I'm the first camera that I can see. I uh, yeah, yeah. Done and done. I think they, they'll definitely rename it, because quarantine, they'll, they're going to call it Rainbow Six Victorian Lockdown. Um, <laughs> it's going to have a two-week-long campaign. Uh, no, nah, they'll, they'll change it. I think Parasite sounds... Uh, it sounds good because it's very intriguing. Like, just that name itself has got me interested because I'm, I'm wondering what direction this is going to go in. So, yep, I agree. I think they'll announce it. Uh, I don't know. I don't really know for when because I don't know enough about sort of the timeline of these games. But they'll be announced. Uh, Josh? Ah, well... I think it's an incredibly, you know, well put together prediction. I think 100%. I remember seeing um, the cover art getting leaked and stuff on PlayStation months ago. I, I, I'm surprised that they've taken this long, but I think it's perfect timing. Uh, Sai? Yeah, absolutely. Done I think done. it's, yeah, everything lines up. Makes perfect sense. Long? Yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's, Definitely plausible, especially being a Ubisoft uh, presentation and having Far Cry 6, their main kind of event, already being showcased and release date has been given. Like, I don't think they're going to spend too much time on that, so they need to fill it up with something else that's coming out, you know. You and they were both really, delayed at, like, the same time. You bring up a really so, good point. What I is do, it, I do that Ubisoft a lot. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> well played. Um, Ubisoft has a whole, like, 40-minute-long presentation. It's... They've already shown a Far Cry. They just did that mm. big... Uh, 30 minute hard, long. 30 minute long goddamn <laughs> time thing. Situation. God damn it. They did that, the Far Cry 6 thing what, last week or the week before. Yeah. Uh, it, too early for another Assassin's Creed game, I would say. I'd say we get that announcement next year. Yeah, uh, they've been doing two-year gaps with that lately. Oh, Watch Dogs, same Assassin's deal. Creed 2 yeah, redone. that just came out, oh. Watch Dogs. Oh, if Watch Dogs 2 got remastered, I would, I would cry... Come on. I will just Don't do weep. this to me. Why are you doing this? Doing that would be the best. Uh, Watch Dogs won't get. It's still 100 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Watch Dogs just got the next gen update and stuff like that. They'll probably show a little bit of the next. The, there's a little update for it recently. They'll show that. I mean, Siphon Filter could happen, but it won't. Nah. Keelan, what do you, th- what do you think about Rainbow yeah, Six quarantine? Definite, definite, yes, 100%. Definitely. It's going to happen. Yeah. Fair enough. I think uh, I've got a feeling that after this, uh, Sean will be walking away with the with the chocolates with the win on this one. Because I think that's a lot. With the Ribena. With the Ribena. The sweet, uh, sweet bears. But next, I'll go next. Josh, I'm going to leave you hanging, okay? <laughs> now, wait, do we do, do we do our big prediction for Sean? Big boy? prediction first, yep, and then we'll do our, our, uh, our hopeful one afterwards. All right. Now... While that cargo passed my window, no doubt that got picked up in the microphone, but what are we going to do? November 2019, a little game came out that got me very, very, uh, sort of blew me away. I was very tired with a certain franchise at that moment, but then this came out, blew me away. It was a respawn game. It was called Jedi Fallen Order. I think we're about to get an announcement of Fallen Order 2. I think Cal sets this and the boys are back. Um, yes. I think it's going to be teased at the uh, uh, Microsoft showcase. Uh, 
with a full explanation happening at the EA, uh, sorry, the EA Play Live the week after. We'll have a full breakdown of it. But the Fury, like, it's not, uh, it, it's been two years. It's been almost two years now since it came out, which doesn't seem like a very long time. That's the same amount of time it took between Titanfall and Titanfall 2. There were no delays there, and Titanfall 2 is a near-perfect game. Once they had the basis of Titanfall down, that team was just able to make a sequel like that. They popped it out. Um, with sales far ex- exceeding what EA expected from the, from the game, there's, they're going to want to push a sequel out a lot quicker. Uh, there was a next-gen update for it at the start of the year. Um, and on the back of stuff like, you know, like Mandalorian and stuff like that, Star Wars is a hot property again. It went through a bit of a phase, but the hot property again... Um, so it'd be kind of cool seeing where, you know, the crew of the Mantis will go. And it'll be I, I would like to see a lot of crossover with Mandalorian. Maybe not like a direct one, but I want to see some characters. Like if I oh, saw like totally. the, the, the um the lizard mum, it'd be the best. Get her to join my ship. <laughs> I I just want like I think people just want Star Wars adventures. Just yeah. put me somewhere. And I feel like uh, with Mandalorian and even Jedi Fallen Order coming out the other year, like it, it feels like Star Wars is in a spot where it's it's premium content again. You know, um, it's starting to feel like with all the sequels coming out and um, spinoffs, um, which I, I wasn't opposed to necessarily, um, it felt like we're getting kind of watered down experiences. You know, Battlefront yeah. would come out, Battlefront 2 would come out. I mean, I enjoyed both of those games more than most people. Um but it, yeah, it just it didn't have that kind of flair. Now I feel like with the Mandalorian and what all these new television programs coming out, it's in a good spot. And I think Fallen Order was a little nugget. I think they're going to come in and they're going to Assassin's Creed to this shit, and it's going to be better than the original in so many ways and polished. Because like Fallen Order was a a flawed game. There's a lot of things that weren't great with it, but just to have such a fun and character-driven Star Wars game. It, it, it had been a while. There are some mo- like genuine emotional moments in that game, and I really didn't expect it. Um, Cal is a is a cool character. I don't want to see more of him. And his little droid, whose name oh, I forget. BD-1. BD-1. Love him. This is the cutest thing in the world. Uh, Jesse, I, I think, you know, Fallen Order has this... It, it's got this space in my mind where... It's the game that showed EA that single-player-only, big AAA games can be great for business yes. if you do it correctly. I think that the point that it proved is going to be the reason that it is revived again sooner rather than later. So, yeah, dude, you're onto something here. Mm. That makes me mm. excited. I know. Now, to be fair, I thought of this prediction. I had a different prediction in mind. Um, and then about an hour before, and I was like, should I really feel like playing Fallen Order? Wait a minute. So I did a bunch of research into it. And yeah, it looks internally, uh, the rumor is that there has been a launch date set in mind, a launch window set in mind for a sequel, which is uh, uh, summer 2022. So it makes sense to announce it now for release next year. That all lines up. It feels like a very, it feels like a March game, March, Feb game. So I reckon we're going to get an announcement. We're going to get a, uh, at the Xbox presentation. We're going to get a bit of a gameplay breakdown at EA Play. 
And then we're going to have a, a launch window of that kind of Q1 next year. Q1 to Q2 next year. Mm. But let's go around the room and uh, see how wrong you guys think I am. Uh, Keelan, how are you feeling? Yeah, like I said, man, I think you might be onto something here. Maybe, you know, I don't really think we're going to get much in the way of like, you know, a full-on gameplay trailer. Maybe just an announcement, the story type thing. But... I think there's some merit to that. What? Plausible, but I can't say that I have any stake in this whatsoever. So it, it, it's probably, if it gets announced, I probably won't even notice it. <laughs> Not going to lie. Well, if, if, if we are reacting to it, you'll notice it because I'll scream. Uh, <laughs> so you definitely, you definitely, definitely notice it. Josh? All right, good. I think this is an excellent prediction. I'm, uh, Hell yeah, jump I board. I don't feel like it's too safe. Either you know, there's a little danger there, Jesse, in picking this one. I think it's it might be a little soon, but at the same time, I I think it's time to go all in, show off this next gen game. I I thought it was too for some reason in my head. I thought it released three years ago. My perception of time was warped because of lockdown last year. Yeah, Um, (laughs) I I I just don't know when (laughs) anything happened. But then I saw two years. I'm like, ah, it's a bit iffy. But then I thought I'll look into time for one and two, and yeah, two year development cycle. They they can pump these sort of things out. Oh yeah, and they've already been messing with the new the new hardware because um of the uh, that big patch for the original yeah. came outside well, the well, year. Apparently, it runs smooth as hell. Yeah, they got a patch, and now it's even getting like physical releases on. It also just makes sense. Like, there's been a lot of Titanfall two love lately. Respawn is just a, a, a company that people are just like. All right, did you guys do all right? I don't know why everyone's like falling in love with Titanfall two again lately, but I'm I'm here for it. Anyway. Simon, yay or nay? I'm kind of on the fence. I'm not going to lie. Part of me thinks that you're a year too early with this prediction. That, that's, that's the... Wow. Uh, like, I think, I think I think it's a perfect prediction, but just one year too soon. But then on the other hand, when you're talking about like, oh, but Mandalorian's made Star Wars really good and interesting again. So, yeah, that's a really good point. So I'm super on the fence. It's a good moment to strike, I reckon. It is, it is. But then part of me is like, is it maybe too soon for a game development to have gone through everything that it needs to to be a worthwhile sequel? So, I don't know. Like, I'm really on the fence. Really, really on the fence about this. So I thought this would be a a bit of a risky one. Yeah, Uh, I'm going to take the risk in the other direction and say, no, I think you're a year early. That's not a risk at all. (laughs) <laughs> uh sean how you feeling yeah I, uh, i'm kind of torn too because i think it might be a bit too early but you know like you said again mandalorian everything changes the game so i think we get a teaser i think that it definitely gets revealed and we get a teaser mm, but that's i good, think you're a bit off that's the, good the timing of the game i think it's still a 2023 Look, I'll, I'll take a teaser i'll take i'll take conf- i just want confirmation that cal and and, and the lads are back that's all I need in my life. <laughs> Dude, right. what's the alien co-pilot? Sorry. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm trying. I, when I said the lab, I'm like, yeah, Grease. Grease. Oh, oh, I so love good. that guy. So good. Oh, man, I'm so greasy money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, what the first time he said greasy money? Greasy money, money baby. <laughs> yeah, uh, Josh, last guy mm. on the rank. What's your E3 prediction, my dude? <sighs> Look, I didn't want to be too predictable, but... No matter how much I thought about it, it was always going to come back to some 
strange 3D platformer from my childhood coming back. I, I thought of Simpsons Hit and Run. I, I thought of. Oh. I thought of <laughs> Muppet Monster Adventure. Oh. You know? I feel like that yeah. meme of um, what's that? What's the uh, the wrestling dude? Like the boss of wrestling, the king of wrestling. What's his name? Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. You know that yeah. meme where he's like screaming and just gets more and more? Yeah. I feel like oh. that right now. Yeah. Um, I end up settling on Not Muppet Monster Adventure. Shout out. But Sparrow 4. It's time. Ooh. Activision's in everyone's Ooh. bad books. You know, they, they're getting Vicarious Visions to work on other games. They're getting poor toys for Bob to help out on Warzone. Yeah. It's, it's, oh my god, that makes me so time. sad. But I feel like every time Activision does this, they you know pull things in another direction and you know catch everyone off guard with something that, even though it makes me really cynical, you know everyone you know is all about it. They're willing to look past all that crap, and it really sucks. Um, but they just have this monopoly on all these franchises that mean so much to me um, and so many other people. But I, I think Spyro 4. Um, I think after Crash Bandicoot 4 coming out last year, um, they have kind of you know precedent, something to follow in the lines of, uh, maybe find some way to homogenize the art style um, to give Spyro a new redesign or something. Um, it, really, a big reason why I'm even bringing it is um, Spyro got leaked to be coming to the Crash Bandicoot uh you know, auto-scrolling mobile game kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, complete with a new redesign um, just to fit in with that game's art style. Um, but it, it just seems interesting to be getting so much Spyro love after all this, all these rumours of, you know, people getting put on Warzone and things like that. And I, I think Toys for Bob is a big enough studio um, where they could be helping out and supporting projects as well as hopping in there and, you know, making a new Spyro game. They're huge. You know, these these aren't small studios. They can handle multiple projects and i think they were yeah, they've shown developing their merit exactly i feel like they were developing crash bandicoot 4 at the same time as this um so i, I think it'll be an excellent time um Spyro is one of my favorite franchises of all time um, one of my favorite character designs of all time um and i'd love to see him get the amount of love that crash bandicoot 4 got um i think that just like crash 4 it's going to be a game that takes a lot of um the missteps from some of the sequels that came out after the original trilogy and kind of repackages them, uh, makes them uh, more tasteful. <laughs> more palatable, yeah. Uh, yeah, just like with Crash 4, they went back to using different masks, elemental masks and things like that again after they originally did that in the original Crash 4. I feel like we could see maybe different breaths come back. I'm not going to be the biggest fan of ice breath and stuff like that coming back, but maybe even a Jack and Daxter kind of focus um, similar don't to... Say, don't say those words. Boy, because um, I say that during predictions. Ooh. You know we don't speak Jack and Daxter on this podcast, because right? <laughs> like, um, Spyro: A Hero's Tale from 2005 was a game that was pretty much just Jack and Daxter. Um, it controlled so similar, it felt so similar. It was a big open world without loading screens that you travel between. Um, and I feel like cool. Um, they could find a way to do that again. Throw in the breaths from the original Spyro Four, um, and just really reinterpret this franchise for a new generation. I think it'd be really cool. I'm all for it. Will they bring in Elijah Wood? No, they're not going to do that because oh, they have SpongeBob shame. to voice him. Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> true. So I've just had SpongeBob in the, in the booth now. Like, <laughs> yeah. All right. I like this. I like this. I, I'm going to go first. I. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm in. Oh, I, want, yes. I want stats. Of all of these, this is the one I want to happen most. Uh, I played Spyro. I wasn't, but I, I wouldn't say I was a big Spyro fan. 
I just didn't click with it as much. I want Croc to come back, if anything. Dude, but, yeah. um, Croc or Gex, give him, bring him back. Dude, Croc's maybe, Gex. Maybe, maybe fix some of the Gex dialogue for now. Croc is, like, yeah. owned by Disney now because it was made by Foxy Interactive. Oh, yeah. God. Make it happen. Croc is technically a Disney princess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I would love Spyro to come back just because of how happy I felt when Crash 4 was announced, being a Crash fan. Like, that was just pure vibes, joy. right? Yeah. Everyone was so happy when that happened. I want people who love Spyro in that way, I want them to feel the same way. So that is my... my that's me putting on some good vibes. I hope that happens. For Hashtag else. unleash the dragon. <laughs> sure. <laughs> done, done. It's happening. Uh, Sean, how do you feel about this one? You know what? I didn't even think about this at all being a possibility, but shit, you make some good points. I'm in, man. Like the timing of it, right, with Crash last year, um, I th- I think that's a really, really good prediction. I, I think it'll be revealed, yeah. Nice. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's too good to be true. I feel like it's... Given it, it the E3 time, it's the time that dreams come true. I know, I know, <laughs> but given the current state that Toys for Bob find themselves in through no fault of their own, Bobby, I feel, I bring feel some like joy it's... for Bob. <laughs> what is? <laughs> I, I want, I want this to happen. I want them to be able to do it. But I think, given their current circumstances. It is becoming very unlikely. Oh so God. I'm going. I'm going to take the pessimistic view and say, unfortunately, I don't think it will happen. Simon, you and I you- took the most crap about Bobby Kotick. That's his name, right? Bobby Kotick. Yeah. But yeah, like, what if the Bob in Toys for Bob was for him, him all for along, him. and he's just oh. the biggest fan of Spyro and Crash. He wants him to be happy and have McDonald's crossovers again, just like when he was a kid. Yeah. Oh boy! I like how you're motioning for Spyro and Crash to kiss. <laughs> I love it. You guys saw that, <laughs> uh, Lauren? How do you feel? Sorry for. Um, look, I think it's. I think it'd be plausible, but I. I kind of think it's not going to happen this year. You know. I think it's going to be something we're going to see in the future, but maybe not. Maybe not in the next week. Hmm. Sorry to crush your dreams. Hey, that's enough for me. In the future, <laughs> <laughs> if it's something yeah, going to happen, it's in the still future. good. Yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. No, that's true. It's true. Yeah, I've got no doubt that it'll happen at some point, but I'm not convinced that it's going to happen soon. Um, but I want it to happen, and I want it to happen even more now that you made that toys for Bob joke and you motioned for Spyro and Crash and. Uh, Couch kissing because I pay to see it. I wonder if I can make that happen. That's that's quality content. (laughs) I'm gonna fire up dreams after after we record this, and I'm gonna make (laughs) that level for you. Just you, Josh. Here we go. And have a little 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 smoochy. Okay, hey, if the music's good, I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) That's all that matters. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. um, uh, What's the song called? It's gonna be closer by Nine Inch Nails. Um, Let's just really make it happen. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Let's switch gears a little bit. So there are our genuine prediction. That's what we really think. There is, there is a logical argument to be made for all these choices. Let's change the tact a little bit and go to some of our hopes, dreams, a little bit more out there. Um, and we're going to rattle through rattle through a few here. Uh, Keelan, you're up. What do you what What do you just fucking 
if you control okay. these three, you decide what what happens. What are you? What are well, because because you cannibalized my other prediction, which was with the the PS2 Lord of the Rings games. I do have something else. <laughs> so, all right, this is, it, we're gonna go ridiculous here. Okay, we're gonna go absolutely fucking absurd. CD Projekt Red comes out to a rapturous applause. <laughs> is that your prediction? That's that's the prediction. Um, and they show us the roadmap and gameplay footage of the new and improved Cyberpunk 2077. They show us what the game will look like after they've had their way with it and they've done done their bits <laughs> and pieces. Had their way with it. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> they've already they had already fucked it. They've they <laughs> Um, that's like this. <laughs> yeah, John, exactly. John does the same motions he did for Spyro and Crash for audio listeners. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I think is going to happen. Um, it's going to be fucking ridiculous, and probably nothing they do will be able to remove the foul taste of the original version of the game from everyone's mouth. But if they come out the taste of my mouth right now is just phlegm. So. <laughs> Oh, just, I just wanted to come out and be like, oh, we fixed it. It's got Geralt in it. Everyone's like, yep, cool. Done. We're in. Yeah, that's it. I'm it's in. just The Witcher now. Um, <laughs> what, where do you think they'll showcase that, though? What part, what presentation? I've got no idea. It's it's online. They could do their own thing. Well, I was just thinking, like, because they, they did the, uh, the Night City Wire uh, yeah. in the lead up to Cyberpunk coming out. That'd be cool if I know they're just like, cool, doing this next week. This is a big update. If, if look, they were to do it, it should be now. All I, eyes on them. Very I true. want Cyberpunk to be fixed. Um, especially, I mean, this week we got a trailer for a No Man's Sky Prisms, which, like, I get emotional a little bit whenever I watch these trailers for No Man's Sky because I remember how hopeful I was for when it first came out. I really wanted to be something special. Disappointed. But the way that team has, uh, Hello Games has, has fixed that and made it so much better than I could imagine... Gives right. me hope for other games that struggled, and, and Cyberpunk has potential to be that next game that just exactly, incremental fixes could could this, work. But this came to me because we had that conversation about, about No Man's yeah. Sky the other day. Yeah, absolutely. There's potential, and the like. The narrative in Cyberpunk is great, and I want to explore that. But everything around it fucking sucks, and I think it's fixable still. The trailer will end saying. Coming 2022 to the, to the PlayStation Store. They'll finally come back. <laughs> Make its return. Um, I, I like it, but I, I think oh, they have to get it right, though. It's a wishful thing. They have to get it right. I don't, if they, I if don't they do have it. any expectations anymore. <laughs> That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, all right. Uh, just a real quick yes or no. Who thinks that is plausible? Or no, actually, no. Let's catch it. Let's change it up. Who wants that to happen? Who's on board with Keelan? Oh, Who's on the Keelan happen? I'd love for that to happen. I like the idea. I want to have a happy, happy ending. Yeah, I think the, <laughs> the game deserves a happy ending in the end. Uh, like many of the characters of that game, deserve a happy ending because a lot of the game Aww. was about sex. It's a really horny game at times. Oh yeah, yeah. kind of turned me off a little so. bit. To be so, <laughs> yeah. To be honest, it was, yeah. it was a bit. Yeah, it was a bit. It was a bit too much at times. Like, all right. Yeah. Apparently, I'm in the dildo district. Um, <laughs> great. The best district to be in. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Simon, time of year. what is your 
outlandish prediction. Um, I don't think it's too outlandish um, now that I think about it, but I reckon we're going to get a full Metroid Prime 4 showcase and release date during the Nintendo Treehouse. I love that so much. Oof. I would. Hold on butts. I, because the last we heard from Metroid Prime 4 was years ago at this point. And they were like, hey, we've had a really troubled development, so we're completely scrapping it and redoing it again. And that was the last we heard. Yes. Um, so I reckon if they came to us with a full showcase, like showing gameplay, showing you an air, like the first area that you can properly explore and giving us a release day, I, that'd be incredible. I'd be so, so happy. I, uh, I've, just, I've just pictured this in my head, okay? I've just pictured this. It's not going to happen but I want it to happen. I want there to be a big stage, okay? Nobody's there. Doug Bowers is playing away on a Switch Pro, so we actually see what it looks like in somebody's hands. It's a little bit bigger. The bevels are gone. It looks pretty kind of cool. And he's playing away, and then he goes up to the new dock. There'll be a new dock. He pops it in on the TV in 4K, Metroid 4, and he play, it's like played live almost. It would never happen. That would be... But that would, no. I, I would That would be... Incredible. That would be sh- like showcase. Oh, that'd be the showstopper. Like that, that's a. Oh. I, lo- I love that we're just all like so. Eye in the sky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I see. Okay. Metroid is a game that if I was more, of, if I grew up with Nintendo, I would be a massive, massive Metroid fan. Because everything about it, the lore, the gameplay, it all appeals to me. But because I never grew up with Nintendo, I never really played it. I played a little bit of Prime. Because my partner just just yelled at me that over the fact that I haven't played Metroid before, um, <laughs> and she forced me to to play it. I loved it. I, it was amazing. Metroid Four, I think, kind of like same with, same way with Breath of the Wild. How I hadn't really played a Zelda game before that, and now I I love Breath of the Wild. I think Metroid Four is into the same thing for me. And I I want that to happen. So. I I would be over the moon if we got like a Metroid Prime trilogy. Ooh. remaster coming to the switch please in the same vein of like the skyward sword hd remaster uh, like in just just being able to have all of the metroid prime stuff on one console would be awesome and it'd be a really 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 good way to reinvigorate the love and passion for the franchise because there are so many dedicated metroid ra- fans that are just sat there going like please give us a scrap Nintendo. Like, it's Zelda's 35th anniversary. It's also Metroid's 35th anniversary. We've had nothing for either one of those. So if they turned around and spun it a little bit and were like, hey, Metroid, here's your shit. Like, that would be incredible. I'd be so happy. I'd be so, so, so happy. I'm up for that. How do we all feel about this? I'm in. Mm. They're going to show it up eventually, right? I'd like those remasters more than anything else, to be honest. That would be a good entry point. Sorry, question here for for the Metroid fans. Is Metroid heavy in lore? Will it be worthwhile relaunching the the original three so somebody like me who hasn't played them can get up to scratch? Or the one of those games you can sort of just jump in at some point and not be too out of the loop? Mm, It depends on how the story pans out. So, Metroid Prime 1 through 3 were very heavily focused around one central figure. And playing from 1 all the way through to 3, you got 
the full story. You got the insight as to how the villain operated and why they operated that way and the problems that they were causing and how big of an issue this was on a galactic scale. If they go for something different with a fool, then, you know, you could probably, ah, it will help to know, but you don't have to. I I think they'll do that. It's been a billion years since the last one. So I think it it makes sense. It's going to be kind of a new generation playing Metroid for the first time. I think it makes sense. It's almost like a soft reboot of the series. But I do want to fight that big space pterodactyl. Oh, Ridley. Ridley, Ridley, because Ridley seems like a a good time. Simon. Bird. Will Silux reveal himself? No. (laughs) Never. No. 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 (laughs) Forget about it. (laughs) All right. Sean. Pine Sky. What are you thinking? Um, Well, I was talking before about little Ubisoft shooters and whatnot. Uh, Old Siege. They added an interesting operator about six to nine months ago. An old man, you might have heard of him, named Sam Fisher. Now, he is in uh, the main character of a very successful series called Splinter Cell. I'm throwing my money in. I think we get a new Splinter Cell announced. It's time. It's been 2013 was the last one, I think, if I'm correct. Yeah. It's time to give us a new one. I think they've been working on it low-key and haven't told anyone because... We haven't seen anything. There's so many rumors about this. There is it's been a, made in the same garage as Beyond Good and Evil 2. Joseph <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gordon Levitt's garage. <laughs> no, um, I think we get a new Splinter Cell. Do you remember a few years ago at E3, they showed, like, they had the three green lights fire up and everyone's, like, losing their mind. It turned to be, like, some mobile game? Yes. Yeah. That was. Yep. One of the worst things that's ever happened. Disappointing. Yeah, they keep putting him ever in. They keep in adding him world. to like different Ubisoft content and being like, "There he is. You wanted him." I think it's just because no Take studio it. actually feels comfortable taking on that franchise. Enter Kojima. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> <laughs> they bought him oh, out, and they're, they're doing it. I, well, actually, that's. I, I just made my made a point there. Metal Gear Solid is the franchise is dead. It's not coming back. I, I don't no, think it'll ever come dude, back. I don't think it'll ever come on. back. I don't want it to come back. I think it's done. I want I want new stuff. But there is now a big hole in the market for these sort of espionage, stealth-based tactical shooters. I the people want this now. Oh no. I don't think it'll happen. Just because every year we've hoped for this to happen. And I have become uh, bitter after that mobile game thing. Maybe it'll be like Sam Fisher's Assassin's Creed or something like that. He's part of like. God. Uh, hey, they put him in Siege. You could be I mean, that all works. Make it all part of one big universe. Just stop talking. You're making me sad. <laughs> How about it's going to be sort of Mario Rabbids? Okay. <laughs> yes! Yes! It's going to be Mario makes a Splinter Cell. I'm up for that. And Donkey Kong DLC. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Roll it all Donkey Cell. Featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series. Look at all that happened. Uh, Keelan, Lorne. Uh, Keelan, Lorne, how do you feel about this? I, I yes. think it is time. I think it's time. Um, I just, I don't see it coming back, though. People want it. I just don't think it's ready yet. It's done. What is it about... Franchises and people really wanting stuff, and then the developers just being like, nah. 
Nah. <laughs> I think a lot of games like not doing it. Like, Splinter Cell's an interesting case because I think people who played them back in the day um, really, really want it. There's so much love for it. It, it is just like it's sconced in people's mind. Everyone has their sort of rose tinted glasses when they think of it. But that generation grew up. A lot of them maybe have jumped out of gaming. The new generation of gamers, the majority of gamers nowadays, don't know what the hell is gaming. I have no idea. And it, it, you're you are essentially selling a new game because you've got the people who like us who will buy it, who will be so excited they'll get it because they know the history behind it, and they have mm. personal history with it. But uh, it is a it is a big risk doing these sort of things. That's why I'm still nervous about a Jack and Daxter sequel. I don't think it'll ever happen. Past. <laughs> uh, but I'm on board for this. I want this to happen. Um, Lauren. Okay. Well, so what? What I'm thinking, what I'm hoping, what I want is. Um, if Nintendo do bring out this new Switch Pro, sorry, Switch Pro, and they're kind of, you know, thinking about the new Switch and all this kind of stuff, I'm hoping, hoping that they decide to go back and put some of the beloved 3DS titles of old into like some sort of new virtual console onto the Switch so I can play games like Fantasy Life, mm-hmm. you know, Fantasy Life by, uh, that was by Square Enix, wasn't it? And, um, Level 5. Level five, that's it, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, even Animal Crossing New Leaf would be great because that was a pretty decent Animal Crossing game and there's a lot of stuff that's in the new Animal Crossing that people wanted from the last one. And who could forget my favourite Game Freak title of all time, Pocket Card Jockey. I just, God damn it. <laughs> I need that. Uh, I need that on the Switch. I like that. I, I need my I, daily I dose think- of solitaire and horse racing all together in one. I don't think any other game podcast mentions that game. Yeah, we mentioned it multiple times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can we stream that somehow? Listen. Oh, dear God, I hope so. Done. If you, if you have to work it away, I'll, I'm going to get a bottle of vodka. I'll do it. <laughs> Let's, <go. laughs> Let's do it. Uh, but, yeah, no, like uh, having having some of that, those awesome 3DS titles, because now, like, for me personally, right, I, there's, there's quite a few titles that I would love to just open up and, and play Fantasy Life, continue it on, um, finish it off eventually. Maybe like we start some new characters with some different um, in the different factions and all that kind of stuff. New careers, etc. But I just, I just can't. Like I saw one of my friends on Instagram the other day posted um, she was playing uh, what's it called Harvest Moon with like a cup of coffee, and she was like, "What a perfect, what a perfect day!" And I was like, "I just can't go back to the old, old consoles. I can't do that anymore. I just can't do it." But if they bring it out on Switch. Hey, look! I'll I don't I don't, I don't mind. I'll pay fifteen bucks to get a virtual console for the 3ds, you know, so or nice. at least not even 3ds, just DS in general. And I know some of them are already on there. They've been ported across, or you know, I would just here and there. But I would mm. pay an ungodly amount of money to play any 3ds game in a decent resolution. Honestly, mm. like that, mm-hmm. I would I would kill for that. Uh, throughout the entire life cycle of the 3DS, that was my big stickler. I couldn't stand how low the resolution was when it was trying mm-hmm. to do 3D <laughs> games and stuff. Um, and I, I think, I, selfishly, I want this just to play the Persona Q games. They're phenomenal games. That I think everyone would love <laughs> oh, so much yes. more. Where they're just spin-offs with yes. every character from every game all together. Let's do it. 
like put them on a console that actually sells. <laughs> I, I think mean, that was one of the things. 3DS sold like, like wildfire, but you know what I mean. Yeah, that was one of the things, Josh. I think like previously you and I talked about wanting to get Persona Persona Q and it was just like, but it's on the 3DS. Uh, play it, like yeah. it's, <laughs> Don't want to play it. It's in the past. It's too. It's rooted too far in the past and it's just like it just can't kind of bring it forward, you know? Hell yeah. My only I, worry I about this about is, is any game going on that ungodly Nintendo store. I was trying to maneuver my way through that thing a few days ago and it, it is a disaster of a thing. <laughs> Absolute. It is so confusing. I, I can't believe they put so many good games on there at such high prices and you can't even find it. It's like, I'm trying to give you my $80 for a game that came out four years ago and you're making <laughs> me struggle to do that. What other hoops do I need to jump through? Anyway. That's just me being an old Absolutely. man, angry at technology. How do we feel about this? Has to play all these old 3DS games. I'm keen. I want to play. I want to play New Leaf. There's, you know, there's yes. stuff that I just never got to spend enough time on because they came out like in 2017 when the Switch launched. Uh, Metroid: Samus Returns, for instance. Yeah. What a freaking Ooh. fantastic freaking game! And you can only play it on the 3DS. Like, oh man. Great idea. I'm so on board with this. I love that. Mm, John, mm-hmm. how you Good. feeling? Keelan, you and me. Let's <laughs> yeah. I, Let's storm Team Nintendo. Team Juice. Do it. We can do it. I think it's a we're mad we're, idea. We're coders. <laughs> you're in, you're in for that, Sean? Yeah, I'm in for it. And especially, like, if the Switch Pro is coming, like, that's another good little oh, yeah. thing to throw in with that. Hell yeah. Yeah, I like it. I think, I think it's a... I think it's unlikely, but I hope I hope it happens. Oh, I, I think mm-hmm. if they did it, they would create. They, you know how everyone to like every um, console generation gets like a branded series of games where it will be like um, Player's <sighs> Choice or um, Sony Classics or whatever. New play mm. control. Oh, I would love Nintendo. Yeah. Nintendo to do new, that new play clearly. control. But yeah, they, they would use something like that. I think to release. Some of like the top forty games. They call it Nintendo Memories because there's no other. You don't think of games like Nintendo and Sony games the same way you do with. Uh, so you don't think of Xbox and PlayStation games the same way you do with Nintendo games. You associate memories with Nintendo games. Call it that Doug true. Bowser. Give me a call. You have my number. Um, I think that's too clever. I think that's too smart for them to do. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not nearly <laughs> clinical enough. Yeah, exactly. But then again, like, be a little bit now call it Nintendo Memories, but you will not be able to find it on the store. <laughs> you have to go, you have to search for the Monster Hunter uh, beta, uh, that trial demo that they had. You have to go into there and then scroll to the bottom and then click settings and then you'll find it there or some shit. Yeah. God damn it. The reason I'm mad is because it took me so long to find that free trial of Monster Hunter. That's what I, it was the first thing in my head. I remember that came out. Uh, like, fair, fair enough. Anyway. Um, okay, I'll go last. Uh, Josh, what's your what's your wild and crazy prediction? <laughs> oh, you. So, nineteen years ago, a little game released, and uh, I feel like they're waiting for the twentieth anniversary to release something big. I feel like it's coming. In the last seven days, a little mobile game called Kingdom Hearts Union Cross ended. It was an online. RPG, or you could team up with your yeah, friends and uh, play through a story that kind of told a lot of weird origin bullcrap from Kingdom Hearts. Um, didn't get too invested into it, even going through and seeing how it ended. Um, 
doesn't really hit the mark in the way a full console game would. So my prediction here is since they're taking the servers offline and getting rid of that game entirely, I think they're going to remake it for home consoles. Uh, my Ideally, I don't want it to be multiplayer. I want to have a single player experience. Uh, but if they have to, online MMO on console where I can play through and make my own Kingdom Hearts character and go through that story and experience it the way it should have been originally. Kingdom Hearts, Union Cross, Unchained Key, yeah. Dark Road, whatever it's called, and just remake it. Just remake the whole goddamn thing. Jesse, I think you muted, by the way. Being a Kingdom Hearts game, I have to ask, is that the entire title you, you said? Okay, yeah, okay. Right. so it released, right? And it was called Kingdom Hearts Key. Um, now, the key is kind of like an X because it's like the Latin X. Anyway, um, and then uh, like two years later, Help. it came to smartphones. So they Help called it Unchained me. Key because you're no longer chained to a PC. A couple of years oh, later, they called clever. it Union, Union Key. But now they changed the pronunciation of the Latin letter key to instead uh, cross. So now it's Kingdom Hearts Union Cross. Um, and then from there, that they now like have Kingdom station. Hearts Dark Road. Um, it's yeah, it's a whole it's a whole bloody thing. X Kingdom Hearts X for consoles. I'm so upset. I'm so upset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kingdom Hearts. The, the less you think about it, the better it is. I remember when Kingdom Hearts One came out. I played some of them. I'm like, eh, this is pretty fun. I actually quite quite like Kingdom Hearts One up to a point where I just like, I don't like Disney enough to to really get me through this. Um, Kingdom Hearts feels not like Disney. It's Yen Sid. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts feels like you know somebody at school that you know you may have spoken to a few times back in the day, and then you kind of stop paying attention to them, so you don't really know what they're doing. Okay, but it's like I hope they're well. You don't know that they have just gone insane. Like, they're just doing the craziest <laughs> stuff. And then you have a school reunion. It's like, hi, I'm an artist. I draw with piss. Yeah, like, but oh. they're really, really hot, though. They're really hot. They're really hot. <laughs> and it's, like, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm here. I'm on bail. I paint with piss. Uh, also, I've I'm been like, arrested for drugs seven times over. I've been arrested for drugs. None that you've heard of before. And it's like, <laughs> no. wow. It's like, okay, you, your life got really, really interesting. They're making a movie about my life. You got really interesting, but I don't want to know the backstory of how you got here because it's terrifying. <laughs> also, I don't know why you've changed your name to Cross. I remember in high school your name was Key. Okay. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> I learned a little bit there. Uh, one day we we need to do a deep dive into um, Kingdom Hearts. One day, purely because I know oh, that God, I don't have to. Really I don't have to, have to write any notes. I'm gonna mute myself. I'm gonna put my feet up and just let Josh talk. Hell yeah, let's do it. Well, hey, done and done. We do have a thing called love letters. Right. We do have a thing called Love Letters, and your, your turn is uh, coming around soon, Josh. Yeah, I reckon mm-hmm. I'll, well, it'll take up a whole season of it, probably to get done and done. <laughs> um, Love it. All right, cool. How do, how do we feel about Kingdom Hearts Union Cross coming to home, cons- home console? I didn't realize it had ended service. Yeah, um, so I think that yeah. you get a couple more weeks to catch up on it before they take it off. No. Yeah. Wow. I thought you were going to say, when yeah. you said Kingdom Hearts, you, you were going to say they're going to do a remake of Kingdom Hearts 1. Yeah, so did I. That's I, like, yeah, I mean, cool. where, where I was kind of getting at is I believe they said they weren't going to announce too much this year, um, but I think it would be perfect to tee something up, especially with the actual game ending. I think it would be perfect to tee it up for the 20th anniversary. Could you imagine a Final yeah. Fantasy VII level rem- remake? Do it. <laughs> Let's do it. I, I mean, I'll like, be scared for your health. <laughs> it's like, it's like a, it's a cute little chibi game on mobile. has an interesting art style, so it would be really nice to see it the full... Unreal 5 treatment. All right. 
I, I am. Will it Keep involve? Will it involve Jesse McCartney? That's the main thing. That's oh, so the about. thing is right. Oh, <laughs> oh my shit. god! So Jesse McCartney from Kingdom Hearts two. It Friend turns out a million years ago he was. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it. Oh, man. Oh. I thought you were going to say, like, a million years ago, he was, like, a singer or some shit. Anyway. He, he has a huge wait, wait. role in it. And a beautiful soul. Wait, wait. You're talking about, you're actually talking about the singer Jesse McCartney. The Jesse yeah. McCartney. Yes. All right. So my eyes no were, like, no, no offense. Sorry, guys. My eyes were rolling back. Just I was glazed out. Uh, Do you like, know that Billy Zane, not, Billy Zane was the thing. main antagonist <laughs> of the original Kingdom Hearts? William Zaniel. Why didn't you start <laughs> Billy Zaniel this stuff, guys? What? Yeah. <laughs> William, William Josh, Zaniel. I want this. Mandy Moore played Aerith. What? It was incredible. What? <laughs> Hayden Panettieri was the love interest. <laughs> that kid from Seventh Heaven was there. Wait, which kid from Seventh Heaven? Uh, I don't know. His name's something Gallagher, maybe? I don't know. He's William Gallagher. The brothers from oh, yes, uh, this is the best cast. This okay. happen. It's, it's how a real is the thing. cast? Yeah. How is the cast of this game crazier than the plot of this game? You'll know, like Haley Joel Osment's the main character, right? Yeah, but uh, yes. no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, we got it, boys. <laughs> there, 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 the possibility that at a rap party, Billy Zane and Jesse McCartney did shots. And that fucking blows my mind. That's unreal. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, Leonard Nimoy was one of the main antagonists before he passed. <laughs> oh, what's uh, what's his name from um, Lord of the Rings? Is it Christopher? Oh, right. Christopher uh, Lee? One? Yeah, Christopher Lee. He plays one of the characters as well. Yeah, he plays a very good character. Yeah. Okay. 100%. That lineup <laughs> is, is That's phenomenal. Disney. Like it's, they have the Disney funding. They got, they went hard back in the early 2000s. Holy shit. Actually, it's um, not a, it's not a Disney movie without Haley Joel. Call out to the pre-show. Drake Bell. Oh. Enemy oh, yeah. Enemy, yeah. It was in Enemy Kingdom Hearts show. 3. Ooh. That's Enemy the last of the show. I heard from him. Drake Bell. Get him out of there. So how do we feel about the greatest Mark Hamill? VO Mark Hamill's <laughs> Dude, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. in every yeah. video. That, that is every insane. Video that point. is absolute insanity. All right, how do we feel about this coming back? I want to come back just because of what you said. I'm a massive Kingdom Hearts fan now. Let's do it. There's a Kingdom Hearts podcast. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Shit. I'm not going to play it or anything, or, but like that is fucking brilliant. Respect. That is so respect. great. I Hell love it. yes. Thank you, Josh. You just made my night. That was so cool. <laughs> I just love it. Yeah, no, I think I think it would be cool to, to get Union Cross as a physical... Maybe not physical, maybe uh, download only, but uh, as a proper game, as yeah. proper release, I think it'd be really cool to see. Sean, how you feeling? Yeah, sold on passion and positivity. I'm, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> Dude, let's go. <laughs> if, if passion and positivity is going to sell you yeah. on things, Josh could sell you Done. an ice cream in the Arctic. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Um, yeah, because I, I want some of the people to come back and redo their voices because I want to hear Jesse McCartney. I just imagine his like, voice a lot deeper now. Oh, it's uh, not, baby. Oh, it's, it's not. not. Yes. It nah, you still not. got it. You're still shaking. Ah, oh, man. <sighs> so happy about this. Also, we you talked about you Jesse. You heard him sing all those years ago. He was like 22 or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> like he'd already been through I, I also don't yeah. like how much Jason McCartney's been brought up on story mode content over the last week. He slaps, dude. He's so good. So we spoke about him for a good 40 minutes playing Fortnite last week. <laughs> <laughs> good reason she's no you she's no you <laughs> <laughs> all right so my my kind of uh 
probably not going to happen prediction. It's probably not going to happen because three, four industries came out and said basically it's not going to happen, but I think they're lying. So <laughs> Halo Infinite comes out September this year. There was rumour that there was going to be some sort of Battle Royale mode to it. And it makes sense. It's it, Halo is a franchise that you think about multiplayer with. Like you think about like after school, coming home and just fucking around with it. So it makes sense to, to follow in the steps of Call of Duty Warzone and make a massive Battle Royale mode. Uh, they have come and said it's not going to happen, but they said that there will be tools there for players to make their own Battle Royale. That doesn't make a dick of sense to me. Why would you let that up to the players? What would become your probably your biggest ongoing element to this game? Why would you let it up to the players? So I think at the Microsoft showcase i think it's gonna be split into two i think the bethesda stuff will be kind of defined by itself to really showcase all the new stuff but i think they're gonna show some halo they'll announce a battle royale mode and it will go into beta in august because you're not gonna the original uh, trailer for halo was sort of shot down for various reasons a lot of people weren't happy with like the the graphics of it and the gameplay and blah 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 people will bitch about anything but you don't want to then launch the game with a massive part of it being untested. Um, and three four three have never done a battle royale before, so that's going to need a lot of testing. That's going to they're going to make need to make sure that that works when it when it hits. Best way to do that was a big big old beta. So I reckon they're going to announce that it's going to go into beta in August. Play on, play it on Game Pass. How no. do you guys feel about that? Dis- disagree. Um, mm. I, I understand what they mean when they say, like, we're going to leave it up to the community to be able to do something like that. That's what Halo's always been about. Um, when they introduced Forge in Halo 3, um, people came up with all their own game types, Griffball and all that kind of shit. They just built great stuff, and it was player-controlled. Bungie gave them the tools to do so, and I think that's probably the, the direction they're going to go in. And like we've we've had this conversation before, Jesse. I don't think they'll do it because that's such a crowded space. Like that is such a crowded place for them to sort of insert themselves into. Exactly. Um, yeah. And, and not be like playing off this. Like they're not playing with the strengths of the Halo franchise when they do something like that. Did think so. that when Warzone came out though. A lot of people thought, said this is coming out in a bit of a crowded space and Warzone's become the big thing but now. Halo has also like Call of Duty and Call of Duty hasn't missed a beat in 10 years. Halo has missed the beat consistently for the yeah. last like decade. Also, they also think that this Halo game is going to have to appeal to a new generation and the sort of the new generation of first person shooters are playing, are playing Warzone. They're playing Battle Royale games. But I guess it comes it back valid. to where do you think this game comes from? Because I mean, like, of course, it's it's a paycheck. You know, three four three has to make a new Halo. They're always going to have to make a new Halo. They signed up for that. Um, like it's in their name, you know. Um, but I, I I really do feel like they're trying to have some kind of spark of creativity. They want to have something magical here. They want to have a Breath of the Wild moment um, where you know all the cards are stacked against them and they come up on top. And I, I feel like they don't want to just do another Battle Royale and be next to Warzone and PUBG and Fortnite that you cycle around and you play all of them with your friends because, you you know, you all have the Battle Pass. Um, they want this to exist on its own as a separate service, just like Fortnite, that has its own personality and will keep people coming back to it because it's Halo. Um, 
that that's that's me wanting to be optimistic about mm. where this franchise is heading. Um, and that's as somebody who doesn't really have much of a tie to it. Um, but that's just where I see them going. They want this to be something magical and special um, and not so cynical. So I, I, I think it definitely could be. I think, I think 100%, 100% they'll have their single player campaign and they're going to put a lot of love and effort into it and stuff. But it's, it's already come out, it's going to be open world. So you don't really have to redo maps all that much. The maps are there. They doing that, you know, getting a hundred players into a game isn't that hard. You got the servers. It's it's three four three. They can they can get this type of shit sorted out. Nowadays, with games being just kind of churning out, people get uh get over them pretty quickly, especially for you know, single player games. I just played. You know, everyone just sort of beat Resident Evil Village, and now no one's gonna speak about it again. It's done. It had a few little ongoing modes. I'm playing a fair bit of mercenaries lately, but for the, in the zeitgeist, it's pretty done. It was kind of yeah. a, you know, a few weeks instead. Yeah. That's happened with all single player games. I think with something like this, they'll want it to stick around. And a good way to make it stick around is have your sort of, uh, hopefully, rather low maintenance on their end. Battle Royale sort of sorts itself out. Every every once in a while, you can do some updates for it. Cool. And you just get people of a battle really... Royale. Stops you from stops it from being low maintenance. Like it's it's you can't have a it's low persistent. maintenance battle yeah. royale. I'm just saying, like, sorry, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. I don't want this to be a completely different battle royale sort of game. It it just seems to be a basic one. I, I, but I, then but then what's the point? Because I, I get where you're coming from. You want to you want to try and keep it in the forefront of people's minds. You want to try and keep people talking about it. But to do that, you just make a fucking good game. That's all you've got to do. Yeah, no, doesn't matter how good game Halo, is. Because it, it comes but, back. Like, but Halo's got the pedigree behind it to be, it's supposed to be that showstopper. It's supposed to be that like, oh my God, once in a generation kind of experience where it's like, this is just great. This is just a good damn game. Like Breath of the Wild. Breath mm. of the Wild doesn't have any extra bells, whistles and features, you know, an online multiplayer. It's got none of that. Yeah, it's They've, got a map that you could use for a battle royale, but it doesn't need it. Oh, They've got a lot of just, ground completely, to cover. Completely different genre of game. Jesse's though, like, right. Like, of course, they, they they need to do something spectacular because mm. there's there's been a lot of ill will towards three four three's Halo games over the past yes. decade. Um, yeah, and I'm hoping that they spin that in that they just make this an incredible game. I I think at the end of the day, it comes down to what like made Halo 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 three it was like one of the greatest experiences back in the day, simply because of the base that was built and players taking that and developing it and changing it and implementing their own rules. That's what we've got to do again. Back then you had to. And like they're, they're, they're trying to appeal to a different generation now. They're not, they're not going to do the same thing. The generation, the generation now of first person shooters up with Minecraft want to play um, Roblox. Um, uh, we're playing battle royales now who are playing. I think, I think it works well. Types of games. Uh, Sean, you're sort of the, the first person shooter pro here. Yeah, it's it's an interesting topic to talk about because, like you said, so many games have gone down the Battle Royale path and you mentioned Call of Duty being the massive one now. If you go on Twitch, that's the game that's being played. You go on YouTube, people talking about loadouts. Like, that's Battle Royale has become a huge thing because of the success of Fortnite, of course. Um, but kind of agree with Sai that they just have to focus on making a good game. I think that's where their heads are. You're all cowards, and I'll see you yeah. all in Halo Hell. Now, mind you, <laughs> I'm not going to fucking play this because I don't give a shit about Halo. 
Okay, I have no yeah. stake in this. I just think it makes sense. Halo, sure, great. You're in space. What are you, seven foot tall? Fantastic. You know, Lady Dimitris is like eight foot tall, so fuck off. Um, and I don't give a shit about any of that. I just think it makes sense. That I, I'm gonna, I, no, I do agree with I you, though. I was going to say it does make sense. So that's the market of what all the kids are playing market. nowadays. Yep. The last few games right. have been. It's the market of what the, so. the kids are playing nowadays, but it's not the market of the Halo fans. That is true. Of mm. previous times. I don't think they're, they're not selling this to Halo, like to Halo fans. That's why. That's what they're. they're they saying. are trying to sell this to Halo fans. Do you see the backlash that came yeah, no, from but, the but Halo fans? The fact that they're trying to sell it's a callback to the original. Like so much of this game has changed already. They're, they're changing a lot in this game. So I think not like obviously they, they want Halo fans to stick around, but they understand that. Probably the biggest chunk and of their not. market <laughs> is yeah people play yeah they want to break out of yeah yeah mm, mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. I get that yeah. for sure but, but I mean like for, for all the people who bought Series X's they want to be like okay here you go guys here's the game here it is here come it on. is this is remember what you bought this for here it is a year later come on um, eject Red replay <laughs> I don't need that anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was like take out the disc that's in your uh, Xbox I don't know what last game I played with oh it was Burnout Paradise. <laughs> Um, <laughs> playing Burnout Paradise and Black on my uh, again. $700 fucking box. God damn Good it. man. Good man. Anyway. I use we'll it to watch Stan. Find out. <laughs> we'll find out what predictions will come to fruition over the next uh, few weeks. Um, if you want to see, if you want to, you know, join in with us, join in with us on the hype, um, make sure that you follow us on Twitch twitch.tv forward slash AUS. We'll do a bunch of sort of uh, reaction videos and stuff like that. We'll watch them live with you guys. We'll put some times out and stuff like that over on our social media if you want to keep up to date with that at AUS. Like I mentioned earlier, make sure that you go over to that uh, Twitter, follow us, and retweet our Ratchet & Clank competition for your chance to win a copy of Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, a physical copy for the PS5. We'll be drawing that on uh, Wednesday comes out the game comes out on the 11th comes out on Friday that's exciting very exciting um, I guess before big thanks to our friends over at Fan Critical uh, go check them out with their, their fancy new logo and look and new shows and such uh, if you want to check out our shows we're on Spotify and iTunes uh, just search for Story Mode a video game podcast um, and if you want to donate a couple of buckarinos to the cause I'm on Patreon, search for Fan Critical, and you'll get access to a bunch of new stuff. But with that big episode, we've got some big episodes coming up. We have a very busy week. Not going to sleep much. Holy shit. I'm terrified. (sighs) But we did good. And Sean, that was your first episode. How do you feel? Man, that was awesome fun. Thanks. You're just like, like, this is fucked. I'm out. Yeah. (laughs) This idiot talking about goddamn battle royales. Get out of here. Yeah, that's all. I'm just the token <laughs> battle royale guy. That's all I'm here for. It's all right. Oh, that's the only reason. I'm all Get out of here. That's okay. You think we're going to talk about PUBG next? Get out of here, clown. <laughs> but look, I'm not going to say bye to you guys individually. Sean, Josh, Sai, Lawn, Keelan, thanks for joining in. Thank you. Uh, thanks, guys. Good luck over the next week with all the content we put out, all the videos and Twitch and streams and <laughs> all that. Uh, and uh, everyone, the Twitch stream. Thanks for uh, checking us out. Hang around. We'll have a we'll, we'll, we'll chat after this uh, in our live recordings. We do have a bit of a post show, so make sure you tune in for the next one of those. If you're listening to, listening to this on your on your phone, your audio device. But with that, thanks for listening. Stay safe. Play some games, and uh, a little kiss. Mm.
Bye. 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 Bye.